Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the AT. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! What's up, everybody? So we're going to get started. We're going to have various podcasts throughout the day here on the stage and also a few uh, in the studio, in the Exalta studio inside, but we're going to get going here. This podcast is on Dirty Mo' Radio. You can find it every week on Mondays. If you don't know what Dirty Mo' Radio is, it's time you find out. We have little cards that can uh, tell you it's free of charge. It keeps you entertained and informed. This is our podcast, Door Bumper Clear, and I'm going to introduce you to these guys. This is our spotters. Uh, this is Dale Jr. spotter, TJ Majors. Everybody say hi to TJ. Hi, TJ. Hi, TJ. Hello. Next to, him, next to him is not a spotter, but maybe one day if she's aspiring and, and wants to. Would you I'm ever? taking lessons. Okay. This is Kristen Bauer, everybody. Say hey hi guys. to Kristen. Good morning. Hi, Kristen. Hello. And then to her left is the one and only Brett Griffin, spotter for Clint Boyer. How you guys doing? And Elliot Sadler. And so Brett Griffin is uh, and TJ and KB have been doing Door Bumper Clear for, this is year two? Year two. And it happens every Monday. If you want insight onto the race that you just watched the day before, this is where it's at. They will tell you they don't hold back, as you will probably learn within three or four minutes of their, of their uh, recording here. So, door bumper clear, guys. You guys ready for uh, a podcast? We're ready. All right, take it away. Traditional, yep. All right. So, how's everybody doing? It's early. See one guy I like here in the front row. <laughs> I like him a lot. One um, guy with a door bumper clear shirt that's on. That's right. That's that a good way Brett to start the day. and I still don't have. Well, they're for sale right He's such inside. a giving guy. You know, his personality is just so giving. <laughs> they're for sale right inside here at a very cheap price. I would imagine his Christmas pile, like, being to here and everybody else in the room looking like the stage. Mm. You know, like TJ, just one way. Just keep the presents coming, guys. I know you make enough to purchase one, so thank you for buying one after the show, Brett. Anyway, uh, so, hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the 88 Cup car, the 7 Xfinity car. And the 29 truck, and uh, joining me is obviously Brett Griffin, Spotter, Elliot Sadler, Clint Boyer, Myatt Snyder, and next week in Dover, 
Mr. Gilliland is going to make his truck debut, Todd Gilliland. So looking forward to that. And as always, a rose between two thorns. Good morning, everybody. Hey, it's KB, and we are on stage here outside of Junior Motorsports for Fan Day, and we just want to thank all of the fans for coming out and all of our sponsors who have come out and set up their awesome displays. So go see our, our sponsors and get some free pizza and some ice cream and beer and just have a great day. Beer. Where's beer? There's beer over at the Oscar Blues tent, so it's never too early when it's race weekend. No, I agree. <laughs> beer and bacon. What are you getting first, Brad, ice cream or beer? Beer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, we normally uh, – Start the show off here with just a little bit of a, a BS session, we call it. So It's a little later in the week than we normally record, yeah. but you guys um, came off the All-Star Weekend. How was that for you? Uh, the All-Star <laughs> Weekend wasn't as much fun as I wanted it to be. Uh, I don't think we had the car that I thought we were going to have, and it wasn't that much fun. That's all, that's all you really, got? <laughs> yeah, that's all I really have to say about that. All-Star Weekend was fun. I mean, I think the race was typical for the All-Star. I mean, leader... At the final segment, typically wins. So, I mean, whoever gets a lead wins is kind of what we saw. But uh, this is the first time we've done this show where qualifying has taken place and now we're doing the show. At the end of the show, TJ and I go head-to-head on who we think is going to do well in the race, not necessarily win. But hopefully that gives TJ an advantage this week that, that he's seen qualifying and seen practice and it won't take him 30 minutes to make his pick. Right, KB? Right, because now with the uh, hashtag TBC picks, Brett's still winning 7-4, to four, so you got to pick it up. Still winning. Still winning. All right, so we're going to go Thanks. into spot on, spot off, and I'm going to give these gents some topics, and they're going to tell me whether they um, thumbs up or thumbs down like it or not. So we'll start with Brett. Spot on, spot off, Brett. Softer tires at the All-Star race. I'm actually spot on for the concept, spot off for the performance. I think this would have gone a lot better had we run the All-Star race during the day. I think when we look at the speeds at night, even on the harder tire, the softer tire just couldn't prevail because aero was still the most the most important aspect to it. However, I think Goodyear just needs to keep working on this. People don't realize a lot of the, the racing depends on how good of a tire we have on these cars. And when we have, I mean, we've seen all-star races where the tires didn't last 10 laps. We've seen races at Indy where they wouldn't last 10 laps. So it's up to Goodyear to really push that edge and, and find, you know, I guess the perfect scenario for them in terms of tire wear, tire fall off, and then ultimately it putting on a good show for us. Uh, I'm going spot off. They weren't. They were not soft enough to really make a big difference. They needed to be a lot softer for somebody to be able to come from the back and do some, make up some ground with it. They just weren't soft enough. And you know, I don't know if it didn't help with the with the grip being put out on the bottom. Really hurt that race. I think a lot. Um, you know, but I think the tires need to be softer where there's a real distinct advantage where you can make up a lot of time. And it's actually I don't. I didn't notice any difference with it to be honest. After the first lap or two. Wherever you kind of got in line, you could ride. Even if the guy had, even if he had harder tires or in front of you, you couldn't get around him. So I'll go uh, spot off. They were not soft enough. Spot on, spot off. VHT compound and tire dragon being used at Charlotte for the 600. TJ? Um, you know, spot on in the right spot. It seemed to work at Bristol pretty good. So I, I'm, I'm all for the. I'm all for the the technique of using that stuff, but it needs to be applied in the right areas where the drivers can actually use it in the slower lanes and, and make up more ground with it. So I'll go spot on for trying it. I'm spot off because they didn't tell us they did it last week. You know, we, we basically show up at the racetrack, and all of a sudden guys are in the cars, and, and Clint on lap two of the all-star races screaming. It was real smart for these guys to put down the sticky stuff on the bottom. If they were going to put it somewhere, put it somewhere else. So – I don't know what they were thinking. I think this week, and then and then Charlotte Motor Speedway said, "Well, we 
did it, and then we changed our mind and pressure washed it off. Well, yeah, I'm sure that's how that happened. Another PR spin. But so now they've come back for this weekend, and they put the VHT from the middle up. Um, as the temperatures cooled down last night, the Xfinity Series really started working in that middle line. The thing with this VHT is it's very, very slick until rubber gets on it. Once rubber gets on it, it gets a lot of grip. So by the time the Xfinity race is over, there's going to be rubber everywhere. I think it's going to help the Coke 600. I think it's going to really hurt the Xfinity race because I think the groove will end up right against the wall. But these cup cars have a lot more horsepower, can run anywhere on the racetrack. The Xfinity cars having less horsepower. They want to keep their RPMs wound up. So I think it's going to make the Xfinity race not as exciting as it could be, but hopefully a better Coke 600 because all-star race, other than when the open ended, was a snooze fest. Spot on, spot off. Cup drivers are covering the Xfinity broadcast at Pocono. Brett? Man, I'm spot on for this because I think it's a whole new dynamic for really journalism. I also am, am somewhat, you know, being in this sport, challenged by the fact I don't think any of these guys can become Jeff Gluck. I don't think they can become Nate Ryan. I don't think they can become, you know, Bob Pockers and some of those guys. But let's face it. They're saying we can be race car drivers and we can be broadcasters. We don't need you, Mike Joy. We don't need you, Rick Allen. Like, I'm telling you, like, this is a big evolution in sports. If these guys pull this off, if Kevin Harvick is the play-by-play guy and Joey Logano is an analyst and Clint Boyer is an analyst and Ricky Stenhouse on pit road, like, if they pull this off, holy cow. This is a this may be a big change for sports and how it's taken into to people's living rooms. Do you think that makes Mike Joy nervous? He's 79, 89, 99, I don't know. I think by now hopefully <laughs> he's his, not he drives years old. a BM a uh, $400,000 BMW. I think he's all right. I thought you were going to go with a Model T. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has one of those too. <laughs> so I'll uh I'll go spot on as well. There, it's it's good to have new people in there telling you, and they got fresh perspective. Is my point, of, is my theory on it. They know what it's like to be in them cars every week and in, in the situation. So, uh, I'm all for it. Spot on, spot off, and I am already so sick of this word that it should be banned. Uh. The Roval in 2018. Don't say Roval, but talk about it. Spot on. All the road course races we run so far end up being pretty good. Different strategies play out, turns into fuel mileage, and it's a new track for these guys to learn. Um, uh, You know, it's going to be different. It's going to be weird spotting a road course on the roof at Charlotte, which none of us have, I don't think Brett's ever done either, so it'll be be pretty interesting seeing that. But um, I I like road course racing, and I I think it'll be, I think the fans might get into it here and and, uh, might become a, a pretty important event. You know, I'm I'm 100% spot off on this. I mean, this is the heart of NASCAR. NASCAR is built on oval racing. This is a desperate attempt to get a road course race in the chase in the playoff. NBC really pushed for a road course in the playoff, which I don't have an issue with. But we have so many great road courses in this country. If we're going to go to a road course, then go to a damn road course. This is an oval. This is an oval marketplace. Not a fan of this. And having looked at the Roval from the top of the roof we're going to run like 90 percent of the oval and then dive into the infield in turn one and do some stuff and then come back out and the do some stuff part i don't see a lot of passing zones in there so i I personally am not excited for it i saw a a quote that dell jr put out yesterday that it seems like a real desperate attempt 
by somebody, and, and I have to side with him on that. And I don't usually agree with Dale Jr. Have you know, uh, AJ, AJ sees a lot of passing zones in there. I was going to say, did you guys watch the YouTube video of AJ's secret yeah. test? The, the every zone's a passing zone for AJ at a road course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the grass. Not, <laughs> no, I mean, he's just good. He knows what he's doing. Spot on, spot on. He's off. good two weeks a year. Congrats. Let's keep that guy in a cup car. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be three next year. <laughs> just just imagine starting a race team and going, all right, there's 39 races. Let's get this guy that's really good at two of them. This, this season ought to go great. Spot on, spot off. The cup schedule changes or cup schedule changes for 2018 that just came out. I liked it. I mean, I'm spot on for it. It's, I think it needs a little bit of a shakeup. Vegas will be good to go there twice. Um, I don't really know. I think we all have the same problem with Indy being the last race going into the chase. So it, there's not really a, there's not really Indy's doesn't really have any big heartbreaking stories there. So it's kind of whoever you're just gonna have what you have there. So Indy on the uh, hottest day of the year. I'm I'm cool with them changing that date. Yeah, I'm spot on with the schedule. I'm spot on for finally having another Father's Day off. I mean. You know, most of us have kids, so it's nice to be home. The only thing that, that I didn't like about the schedule was ending the regular season in Indy. I mean, it's a snooze fest of a racetrack. The fans haven't supported that place in five years. And when I look at Richmond, uh, I remember Mayfield pre-rehab um, having an opportunity to make the playoff by winning a race, and the guy went and won the race. You're not going to be a, a, a snoozer a sleeper, a Cinderella story, and win at Indy. It's horsepower, it's arrow, it's a super teams racetrack. There's no way that's an exciting race, in my opinion, from a points perspective on who's in and who's out or from who's going to win to get in. I mean, we could go to the little track and probably have a really good race yes, there. Yes, I agree. So. RP would be a – that's one of the best short tracks in America. Yeah, I agree. America. America. I like my socks. Oh, wow, those are, those are like something those. special. I know, right? Why don't you have your jorts on? Well, yeah. I thought it was chilly this one morning. Piece. Or that one piece. I shave my legs. I didn't want you guys to see my goose bumps. <laughs> what about that one piece you bought? Yeah, well, I'm pushing for that. What are those things called? A romper? Romper. A what? R- romper. What you? Romper. Romper. <laughs> You're not wearing a romper. I can't see they that. They don't make those in South Carolina, do they? <laughs> I would if they'd let us because it looks a lot cooler than what we have to wear on the roof. It would have to be made out of jeans, short stuff type, too, the whole thing. Denim. All denim. denim. Yeah. I don't care. Sequins, whatever. As long as I'm in shorts, I'd be happy. Leopard print. Keep that on the spotter, Sam. Spot on, spot off. Slugger is off the three car. Brett. Um, I, I think it's a bad decision for RCR. I don't know all the inner workings of it, but I'm definitely spot off. I mean, I have a friend that's a team owner, and his son raced, and he said, I'll never put my kid in my cup car. And I said, why not? He said, because i got to tell two people I'm going to fire him. One is the sponsor, and the other one's his mom. So I look at RCR, and I say, okay, you got the grandson driving the car. This is the third crew. How many changes is this on crew chief, TJ? Three, Three. four? Yeah, it's at least three. At least three crew chief changes. So I think Richard's in a position where he would have to tell Austin's mother, Austin's grandmother, and the sponsor that the driver's not getting it done. So I think Austin's a really talented guy, but how many crew chief changes are you going to make Consistency, consistency typically prevails in this sport in terms of the driver crew chief relationship. It's not very often, you know, we see guys like Rodney Childers and Kevin Harvick hit it off right off the bat. A lot of times, it takes a little bit of time for that rapport to get there. So, very surprised at this move. I feel like this is one of them desperate attempts to 
to try to make something happen real fast, and it doesn't really happen like that. I think Slugger, I don't think Austin was running that bad to to really require a crew chief change again yet, especially since they've been through so many of them already. So I, I feel like he was the fastest RCR car every week. Uh, he he. He might not qualify the best, but he's actually been fast in qualifying times. But he races the best, I think, by far. So I don't know. Uh, I think Slugger's a Slugger's been around a long time and has a has a lot of tricks up his sleeve. So um, you know, I, I'm going to go spot off. I think it should have stayed together for longer. One Main Financial is the largest consumer finance company in the United States, and it dates back over 100 years. TJ, I did not know that, but I did know. That if you are in need of a loan and your finances have taken a turn, one main can help. So race down to the closest one main branch and get back on track. You know that with more than 1,700 locations, there is bound to be one near you. There's actually one really close to us where we're at right now. So find your closest one main at onemainfinancial.com. Lending made personal. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. We are going to go into Fastlane and a quick overview of what Fastlane is for anyone who doesn't listen to the podcast. I'm going to give TJ and Brett a topic to discuss, and I'm going to alternate who responds first. And each of them will get 30 seconds to voice their opinion, and then whoever responded first will get a 30-second rebuttal. You guys ready? Yeah. Ding. Ding. Do you want me to just yell ding? You guys watch, you guys listen to this podcast ever? Yeah. Y'all get free door bumper clear t-shirts when this is over. That's awesome. (laughs) Boom. I can't get one, so damn it, we'll give all y'all one. (laughs) Brett's going to buy them all for you. Give him your sizes. He'll take you inside right after the show. (laughs) All right, Brett, you're going first. You ready? Yeah. NASCAR announced the 2018 NASCAR Hall of Fame members, right? Evernham, Red Byron, Robert Yates, Ron Hornaday Jr., and Ken Squire. Is there anyone different you would have added? No. Honest to God, I think this is the most diverse group we've had. I mean, when I look at media members like Ken Squire, who helped make this sport what it is in the 70s from a broadcast perspective, they deserve to be here. Guys like Barney Hall deserve to be in this Hall of Fame. So for me to see a driver who was the first NASCAR champion ever in Red Byron and to see innovative guys, Ray Evernham on the car front, Robert Yates on the engine front, I think this class is perfect. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a lot of different um, people in this. Just like he said, there, you know, you got Ken Squire. I, this is a this is a big this is a big class. There's there's definitely nobody that I personally would change out of this. I think it's a great pick. You got you got a little bit of everything in there. So I think it's a I think it's a really this is probably the best one I've seen yet, as far as people coming out like a whole bunch of people i agree i mean the only driver that's alive in this class is ron hornaday jr the all-time winning truck driver and he deserves to be in in the hall of fame um the only person that may beat him is kyle bush and and right now we've got a rule in place that allows you know cup drivers to run some in trucks my sources tell me that's going away i don't think we'll see any full-time cup drivers in a truck next year at all so if kyle doesn't I think Kyle's got to win every race he's in the rest of the year to beat Hornaday's record, which is possible. Kyle's that good. But if he doesn't, he's going to have to come back to the trucks after he quits running cup full-time because I got a pretty good feeling those guys are done running trucks after this year. Red Horse Racing shut down all of a sudden this week. Team owner Tom Deloach said that the decision stemmed from a lack of funding. Are we going to see more of this happening to smaller teams, TJ? There's always a possibility of this happening when you got that, that truck 
I don't know if they've had much sponsorship in, since they've been running. Um, so he's basically been funding this himself. But it, it's always a possibility when you have a team like that, and it's right up the street here as well, you know. But you know, lo- they said they kept a few people, so I think they'll. I actually think they'll come back and run a few races maybe here and there. They said they kept some key personnel there and, and uh, employees and stuff. To I'm sure they kept somebody to keep the trucks up and and uh, up to date. But it's definitely um, not not what you want to see, but Dang. it's definitely part of the sport. Kyle Busch made a comment yesterday that it costs $3.2 million a year to run a competitive truck team. When you hear numbers that high, it means manufacturers have to be really entrenched into that particular series to make that work because it's really hard to go out and warrant $130,000 a race to sponsor a truck series team. So I definitely think that a lot of reset buttons are coming for this series. They have a really healthy TV contract. But they got to realign some things within their model to get that number down. Three point two million is too high. It, two years ago, it was two and a half million. So I don't know if it's engines or what's going on, but something's driving that cost up. It costs a lot to run second to Kyle every week. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons <laughs> that, why that rule's coming. Where yeah, I mean, because yeah, what's the point? I mean, if you go field, you know, some of these talented kids. And, and, I mean, Ben Rhodes was going to beat Kyle Busch at Kansas a couple weeks ago. But, in general, when Kyle gets the lead, it's the Kyle show. And, and I mean, he's even said it before, welcome to the Kyle Busch show. That's getting ready to be over. I think the the truck series would do better as well if they went to some South Boston's, Myrtle Beaches and stuff. They need to go back to them places and get the fans back, give you guys something locally to go watch on the weekends instead of, you know, when we're racing Kansas or something like that. Go to the go to South Boston, watch a truck race, you know. And, and going back to the economics of it, that's where they need to be. South yeah. Boston, Hickory, Myrtle Beach, a lot cheaper to travel there on yeah. non cut weekends than it is to go to Vegas and Texas and all these Rocking other places him. that yeah. we go and, and as Kristen well knows we don't do a show door bumper clear without mentioning Myrtle Beach. Yeah, and that's where Ron Hornaday got a lot of his wins, short yeah. tracks like that. So, God bless America, Myrtle Beach. We saw speeds in excess of 190 miles per hour in race trim at the All Star Race during the final stage. What does that mean for racing in the 600, Brett? That's too fast, man. Uh, when 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 you see the speeds going up, you're going to see the the ability to pass go down. The more these guys are in the throttle the harder it is to pass. We need straightaway speeds very high and corner speeds very low. A lot of that depends on what tire we're on. I think you're going to see an exciting start of the race. I'm just worried as it gets darker and those speeds go back up that that it's not going to be the show we want to see. I I think that's too fast as well. Um, I think I watched a replay of an old race with Benny Parsons and Daryl Waltrip a little bit ago, and the last ten laps of it were – I know they were probably only doing about 170, but they were back and forth. So I know we don't have to go that fast to have good races. So, I mean, uh, I I think we're going too fast, like Brett says. It's just way, way too fast. I still think this is our second biggest race of the year because it's on Memorial Day. It's on a weekend where we're ultimately celebrating men and women who gave their lives for this country. And I grew up watching the World 600 Memorial Day. It was 100 degrees when I sat in the stands. And and I still think it's an awesome event. And, and I still say people will enjoy it and love it. I mean, this, this sport's about culture, and there's a lot of culture at the racetrack. It'll be a good show on TV. I'm just worried about the ability to pass. Kyle Larson was a force to be reckoned with during the All-Star Race and failed to pass inspection to qualify for the 600. Do you think we will see a good show from him coming from the back, TJ? Uh, absolutely. We did the same thing at Texas and ended up fifth or something like that. We were we did the same thing there. But Kyle Larson will knife through this field and be in the top ten probably before the end of the first segment. Um, he, he Especially with the stuff, the VHT up top, he's going to be up there using that stuff up and – 
Um, he's just he he's got momentum right now, and it's hard to stop that. Kyle Larson will be in the top ten. I, Kyle's been the show for the last year and a half. I mean, he's been the guy who seems to be giving it all every single lap, letting it all hang out every single lap. I think it bites him here. I, I don't think we see this guy finish his 600-mile race on the lead lap. I think he's due a problem, and he's already won a race. He can go out take a lot of chances, and, and I think he'll move around a little bit too much, a little too early trying things, and I think it bites him. Yeah, I thought that a lot this year until he's ran second about every week and won. Mr. Second, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, second, that's a good problem to have, run second every week. I would I would gladly accept that problem. All right, the off-the-wall topic. The NFL announced it would shorten overtime from 15 minutes to 10. Should the NFL consider the overtime rules of the NCAA? Each team gets one possession, regardless of who wins the toss. Brett? Rule changes, NASCAR 107, NFL 1. Congratulations <laughs> to these guys to finally trending toward all the rule changes that we like to make. Yeah, I, I, I think that the NFL has a great model. Really surprised to see that they made a change. I mean, they still have a deal where a game can ultimately end in a tie. How is that possible? There's got to be a winner, got to be a loser. TJ, I think it's your turn. I'll let you answer. <laughs> yeah, I Unfortunately, I agree. Somebody has to win. Nobody wants to go home with the tie, uh, uh, you know, a check mark in the tie column. So someone, someone's got to win the game. So, um, actually, it's two, Brett, because now they're allowed to dance after touchdowns. Oh yeah. So yeah, I hear you know a lot of teams are hiring choreographers and stuff like that to help the guys. They should just dance. hire Brett. Yeah, they should hire me. Yeah, maybe you should. Maybe you should play football. I did. I'm <laughs> Again, to play anymore. <laughs> I, I think it's good. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a sudden death fan. I'm a huge college football fan. I like it when they get down to the end of the games and they have to go for touchdowns instead of field goals. So I'm, I'm a big fan of what they've got going on. Like last night, the hockey game, it, somebody had to win, and it was good because of it. Like Freaking the later it gets, I don't know it's hockey good. about hockey. I don't know well, nothing about it. Somebody had to win though. They didn't. Quit That's good. Somebody won. Yeah. It, Who it won? Was forever. Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh. Penguins. The so they're in the, the Stanley Senators. Cup. Yep. Wow. Anybody here from Pittsburgh? I went to Pitt. Does that count? But I see I hate, a Pittsburgh hat. You're not Pens. from Pittsburgh? He's a Steelers no. fan. Yeah, Pennsylvania. Woo. <laughs> oh, boo. I'm an Eagles fan. Oh, God. Should I leave? <laughs> no. We got a Penns fan over there. Look, that guy's happy. A lot of Pittsburgh people. Yeah. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania people. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's Pennsylvania good NASCAR is a country. big-ass state. No it's wonder. A, it's, a, it's got Philly, Kentucky, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I was born there. You're, born out num- you're outnumbered here, Brett. You might want to watch what you say. <laughs> I'm way bigger now. <laughs> All right, we're going into hashtag AskDBC. So, producer Amish Josh, who isn't on the stage but is behind us here. Hey, Josh. He has chosen a few hashtag AskDBC questions from Twitter to ask the guys here today. Y'all ready? At BBQDoc024 asks, what racetrack has the best spotter-friendly facilities and why? And we know it's not Kentucky. No elevator. It's not Kentucky, TJ. <laughs> what is it? You know, I really like the uh, I really like Phoenix. They bring they put coolers up there with water. It's really hot. They uh, they put um, bathrooms up there for it's us. It's a dry heat. You talk about redneck. We're on the roof, and yeah. there's porta potties strapped down to the roof, and we're the only people up there. But they still have signs on the porta potty that says "spotters only." Like anybody else going to go up there yeah. to take a <laughs> right? But it's nice they went out of their way to do that, and they constantly put ice in the in the water buckets and stuff for us. So if you you can bring your own, or um, it's just nice. They seem to actually care about us there. Yeah, the new Daytona, the the four hundred million. Am I saying that right? Is that how much they spent? Daytona Rising. Yeah, yeah. However much they spent, they put us a really nice bathroom on top of that roof. So I don't know where the, the other three hundred ninety nine million went, but I really like that spotter. Spotters' stand lives now. matter. Yeah. 
Yeah. At Corn Wit asks, more likely to wear a men's romper, TJ in a Bills or Brett in a Gamecocks? Oh, I'd like to see both. I, Kristen, I think you should answer this question. <laughs> Why don't we get one that has the top half Bills and the bottom half Gamecocks and you wear it? Okay, well, I hate both teams, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> you like uh, the Gamecocks. If the Bills I go, like you if a the lot. Bills wear, if the Bills win the Super Bowl, I'll wear one. Do you so have those pants? What are those pants from the 80s though. that... um Jams? Jams. Do you have those in Bills? Like I don't know what you're pants? talking about. Oh, he Bless his about. heart. Oh, God. Poor guy. He missed the best era. In American history, when we all wore super jams at Myrtle Beach right. with tie-dye tank tops. Were they Dude. cut off? I was shoveling snow, bud. Oh, <laughs> you missed it. Oh, that's right, upstate New York. <laughs> yeah. At HRM underscore 326 asks, people say I look like Kyle Bush and Joey Logano. <laughs> Should I be offended? <laughs> Are you a virgin? <laughs> I guess would be my first question. Oh, uh, man. Have I, you yeah. ever got punched in the face? Yeah, that's, well, they've both been hit. So they're both really rich with hot chicks. Yeah, so it's not about what you look like, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Kristen. <laughs> At Scotty Styles twenty nine asks, should the All Star race be held in Vegas, Daytona, or Bristol? I just want something different. Bristol to start with. Why not? Let's. They, at least they can get to each other there. Yeah, it's got to. You know, they. If it's part of that schedule, they said we're coming back to Charlotte to do the All Star race again. There's a really cool quarter mile. Right there on the front stretch. I'd say line them up for the last segment. Let them race it. Dude, we definitely got to do something that's non-aero. You can't have a – can y'all keep it down back there? We're trying to do a podcast up here. Sorry. Sorry we interrupted y'all's conversation. Um, but honest to God, you got to do it. If you're going to do it at a mile and a half, I'd, I'd like to hear TJ's thought. You can't do a 10-lap shootout. You got to do a full fuel run to see if people can actually get back to each other and pass. What about the Roval? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I mean uh, – I don't want to go to Vegas for the All-Star race. It's just too far to go for a week for just a fun race. And, and it's back. three Vegas races. And so TJ doesn't leave his room. That's true. He's just gaming and I don't have Doritos. Enough, unless Brett sponsors my gambling, I'll leave my room. <laughs> so, um, Yeah, I, w- I just want a short track, man. I think it'd be great for everybody. Do you guys, does anyone out there have any questions for Spotter Brett or TJ? Anyone? Anyone. Worldwide. Mike Davis can make it happen. I'm going to find somebody that has a question. Does Mike Davis have a question? Oh, I've got all kinds of questions. Hold on. Let me figure (laughs) out how to get out of here. He's caged in like How far does that mic work? I don't know. Am I still working? Yeah, you're still working. This is your chance to ask TJ or tell TJ something or give him advice. (laughs) Give him advice. That's what we need. We've got one. Oh, boy. All right. What's your name, sir? Brandon Fischel. Brandon, who do you have a question or comment for? Uh, TJ. Go right ahead. What's your favorite dirt track? TJ, My favorite dirt track is probably Lernerville Speedway in Pennsylvania. I grew up around there, and uh, my, my dad won a championship there in 1985, and my mom worked there. So I spent a lot of time there, and I, I, really, you know, I really do enjoy Eldora as well, but my favorite dirt track is definitely Lernerville Speedway. Thank you. Who else? Oh, we got somebody else. He's wearing a DBAP shirt. I know where you got that. Hey, it's Travis Campbell. You guys know who I am. Hey, Travis. Travis, you're grown up, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What did you expect him to look like? Congratulations <laughs> on graduating from puberty, bud. You look great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he got a tan. Uh, so, this is who, who do you guys have in the Mayweather-McGregor fight since it seems like it's going to happen? First of all, I'd like to apologize for Chris and turning down your prom invitation. Wait, is um, this him? 
Yeah, that you, you I told you he's grown up. He's six five now. We tried to get her to go. Does Kristen want to reconsider now that he's grown up? You damn right yeah. she does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell us your thoughts, Kristen. <laughs> Wait, he might have already gone to the prom. Yeah, I went this year. Prom's over. Yeah, you missed. You missed out. Go ahead. All right, what, what was your, you asked something about oh, the yeah, the McGregor fight. Go ahead. You know, I, as much as I hate it, I don't think. Conor McGregor can box with Floyd Mayweather. I don't think any anybody is going to box with Floyd Mayweather that well. Um, if they could fight, fight, I think Conor would probably win, but we're just probably all going to spend our money and watch Floyd win another fight. I agree. I, I think the biggest thing with Mayweather is you can't hit the guy. He gets his gloves up and gets his shoulder up, and you can't hit him. So, I mean, you, yeah. can't, you can't lose if you don't hit the guy. He's fast, too. He just moves around. He strikes quick, and he's just good. You going to share that picture? He's showing me a picture of the shirt uh, that Travis is your name? Yeah. Travis had. What track were you at? Bristol? Where he said, I asked Kristen to the prom, and on the back it says, and got denied. <laughs> See? He had shirts made up. You, fe- you should He's feel got a follow-up really question, bad. and I hope it's for KB. Me too. No, well, yeah. He's done asking her questions. Travis, I hate <laughs> you weren't at Whiskey River last week because Kristen was looking rather attractive. I know. I saw the picture on Twitter. Yes. I was laughing when you were talking about her shirt. All right, go ahead. What's your question? All right, so do you think it's ridiculous that if they fight three fights, they'll both make over a billion dollars? Yes, I would I would fight Brett three times for a billion dollars. He wouldn't win any of them. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'd still be rich. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, when you look at other sports and the models, like the NFL, NBA, fighting, whatever, like these, these t- this TV money is distributed to the athletes. And when you look at our model – the, the TV money is distributed to the sanctioning body, to the tracks primarily, and then the 20-plus team owners split 20% of that TV money, so it really gets dwindled down. Uh, but, it, I mean, good for those guys. I mean, there's guys in the NBA I've never heard of with this new TV deal, and they're making $15 million a piece. That would sponsor yeah. a full-time cup car all year, you know, just for some guy that you've never heard of. It's true. Mike, you still oh, here? I, I started talking to Wilson, and then I forgot about What's my up, job. Bud? How are you? Y'all, Wilson was doing a TV show out here, so we was chit-chatting here. Wilson, you could bail me out of this situation if you actually had a question or something for those guys. Uh, well, I, I do have – which one of you guys – I heard earlier one of y'all work with uh, Meyer – what's his name? Snyder, right? Myatt. Yeah, Myatt. I work with Myatt. Yeah. Myatt. Yep. I had him on the show yesterday. Oh, awesome. Will you please tell that young man that when you win a sword, okay, you yep. take it with you everywhere? Yes, I agree with that. Because he won the sword at Bristol, he didn't did. he? He did, yep. He won the sword. He won a big late, mo- late model so race So we're on there. TV, and I was like, where's the sword? He was like, oh, I left it at home. You don't leave a sword at home. When you win it, you take it with you everywhere, yeah. and then you do the Braveheart. That's PR genius. Well, I, it's not a regular. It's a real sword, though. No, dude, I know. So what? I mean, like TJ would, thought it was plastic. Would you well, not? So, I mean, so Bubba Wallace won a, won the late mile race there as well, and he yeah. took it home and sliced a potato in the half in the middle air last night. So, yeah. imagine you like all your fingers. Well, that's I mean, well, that's Bubba. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, really, if he loses a finger, I mean, I mean it ain't gonna hurt anything. It's Bubba. I would if you if we had that. You gotta be tough sword. for your name to be Bubba. And, and, and if you lose a finger by sword, that's still a good story. It's still, yeah, right? I mean, it's still pretty tough. It's not like getting turned down to the prom. <laughs> oh, poor guy. That's I mean, you true. You just see that you. Got, I know we're doing the podcast. Y'all can't. I mean, this poor fellow over here. He's crushed. He's almost crying over here. I wish that Kleenex it's been a year, was a I'm sponsor. I'm sure he's fine. He's not fine. I can see the emotional pain in his face. Does anyone else have a question? Ah, <laughs> you should go into politics. 
So more about the prom. No, this is good. You, well, and you're out here like Donahue working the crowd. Usually you guys aren't Donahue, outside. Donahue, that's amazing. Donahue. Was that, was, was that a gray hair joke? <laughs> Because <laughs> right you're the Donahue of Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, you want, should we get some questions from Sally, some Jesse, Raphael? Sa- or, yeah, Sally, Jesse. Can, can we put Wilson to work? Is that yeah. okay? This door bumper clear proof Because I mean, this is the man. Well, yeah. Wait, listen, listen. Did you have this guy? He's actually got one of your T-shirts on. Yeah, I did like you get that. him on earlier? No, you have to talk now because I'm talking to you. Where are you from? <laughs> uh, Southport, North Carolina. Did you lose a bet? Is that why you're wearing their T-shirt? No. He likes. He likes it. I, I'm barbecue doc. Oh, you're one of the. You asked the first question about the best spotter friendly facilities. That's right. Nice yeah. save. Nice <laughs> save. Oh, oh yeah, we know you, barbecue doc. Yeah, we love you. The guy's got your T-shirt. You should you be know, nice to him. Do you know how soft that shirt is? Yeah. This how is soft is the shirt? Yeah, I like her. She says I do. <laughs> this Good is TJ. Just who are you here with? Who's your lady friend? How soft? Listen. So when he oh, wears it, it's very soft. Go ahead. Yeah. And I do wish this is getting to be like Springer now with the TV thing. Stop. <laughs> stop. Listen, there's children here. Stop touching your man. Is this where I hit Brett? <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little too. If you had one on, I could touch you. Well, hey, now that's no, a no, weekend right there, man. Everyone. Imagine if you had the shirt on. You want to go to the prom? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with you. I like your shirt. Good morning. Get her done. So uh, we're hanging out. Now, where are you from? Southport, North Carolina. Oh, okay. You just said that before. No, so we got somebody else over here wearing your T-shirts. Have you been on yet? No, I'm his father. You're his father. Well, I don't care about him. He's wearing some dumb T-shirt. You got one of theirs on. So, listen, you got the T-shirt on your fan. What's the best thing about their podcast? What do you love about it? Uh, when they talk about my son. Oh, your son. Now, who's your son? Well, I know that. We're on the radio, man. You got to say words. Travis. Travis. Oh, no, I know that. I'm just saying we're on the radio here. So, Travis, so you like it when they talk. What do you like most when they talk about him? Kristen. Oh, shut up. Kristen. Oh, you're the prom guy. He's the prom oh, guy. Oh, I just, I just got over here. So listen, back to this. Uh, how crushed were you when you got turned? And it wasn't like you just got turned down at, like, lunch at school. It was like an international burn. It was like people worldwide. It was like the no heard around the world. Because of all of our Canadian fans? Yes. <laughs> you're big in New Brunswick, I'll have you know. <laughs> What was that? You don't know the Great White North? I I don't. The McKenzie Brothers? No. Dude, do you not show her movies? You don't know Bob and Doug McKenzie? Oh, Lord. Okay, Travis, how was prom? How was prom? How was prom? Uh, I had fun this year. Who did you go with? A girl that I work with. What's her name? Kira Swanson. How hot is she? Yes. Uh, 11 out of 10. 11 oh, out of 10. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, you know, yeah. that, you know when you do that, that's, the, that's your rebound girl right there. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I wasn't that disappointed last year. I thought, it was, I thought it was a lot funnier that I got denied than if I did go to prom. <laughs> well, it, was a, it would be a long trip. You're from Philly, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got to work. I'd have to ask my boss. Where is my boss? There he is. Oh, great. Right, he, said, he said I can go this year. <laughs> so what grade are you in? Uh, next year I'm going to be a senior. Oh, you got another chance. (laughs) He's not even a senior. You're tall, dude. Stop growing. Yeah. Yeah. Six, five. Six, five. What's your hobbies? Uh, baseball. Baseball. Baseball and racing. You should try, probably maybe think about basketball. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. (laughs) That was what I was about to say. So do you like long wait? You got another shot here, dude. Do you like long walks on the beach? Do you like puppies? You got, I mean, look at her, you know. Uh, no, I just like watching movies about Heath Ledger. That's about it. That's an interesting hobby. All right, we're moving along. That'll bring it down a notch. Travis, she's a big Harry so. Potter fan, just so you know. Is she really? Who? Yeah. We got any Harry Potter fans here? You look like a Harry Potter fan. No offense. <laughs> no. 
I'm sorry. Any Harry Potter fans here? Where's Justin Allgaier? He's a huge Harry Potter fan. <laughs> he does. He talks about his Quidditch all the time, but I think that's something different. Awkward. All right, ma'am. Now, listen, we have a, if you don't mind me asking, um, what are you doing here? I get to meet Junior. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Are you, You're wearing a Power, what is it, Power Puff Girls backpack. Yeah. Why? Because it's cool. Because <laughs> it's cool. Moving along. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I can't. She's somebody's grandma. I can't what say it's not cool. What has this podcast turned into? It's turned into the Wilson it's Show. Mad man I'm just trying to roofing give, around. I'm trying to give him his microphone back. Where'd your Donahue guy go? Donahue's over to over oh, here. Oh, he left. Stage he just right. bailed. I mean, I can stop. I don't want to do this, but you know, I can. Stop. Hey, uh, follow me on Twitter at Wilson's World. Wilson, get me there. before before he takes your ob- microphone. If I wasn't obnoxious enough, you can follow me on the Twitters. Oh, we got a question? Hang on. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ed. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, we're getting to the part where we go on a rant. So oh. do you have anything that you want to rant about before I oh, give honey, it to Brett and TJ? I got so much I could <laughs> rant about. What's up with that Hall of Fame thing? I'll just leave it at that. That's all you got? I, I, I could say something, but standing here, I'd probably get in trouble. <laughs> Sorry. I was with Ken Squire last night. I will say Ken Squire, he's awesome, and I'm glad that he got in there. So he's very, very cool. Will you have the question? Yes. What's your what's your name? Where are you from? Bobby from Springfield, Missouri. I got a question for TJ. Uh, we all know that uh, Junior's leaving at the end of this year. What? So, what? That's news to me. What? what? Um, I just wanted to find out: Are you going to stay with the eighty-eight, or what's your future endeavors? Awkward. Well, unfortunately, Awkward. unfortunately, there's not enough zeros in my paycheck for me to retire. So I will. Uh, you know, I'm going to see what they're going to do there, and see what they put in the car, and and. Uh, just kind of go from there. Just you know, I, I really just want to go about and win a race with Dale Jr. Still, I don't want to. You know, he's lying. Focused. He knows what he's doing. Well, you know, you're just waiting to see. I mean, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm glad. I'm for, I'm glad for him to um, not answer. I'm not glad he's re- leaving me, but I'm. He's in a, such a great state in his life right now. He's riding 75 miles on a bike a week. Um, he's what just are you happy. talking about? So. I'm happy that he's. I'm happy he's going out on a good note. He is dodging. So, sir, could you restate the question? Here, I'll start. So, Travis, a rumor. How, how was prom, Travis? <laughs> I'll start a rumor. Okay. Who knows what TJ did before he started spotting? Nothing. What did he do? He drove. I'm going to start a rumor that he's going to be the driver of the 88. How about that? Now you, There's you heard your it zeros. here first. Yeah. Brett, are you going to spot for me? Yeah, because we'll both get zeros out <laughs> so, of this deal. Uh, Wait, Kristen, you want a spot for me? <laughs> I, got, I got a comment about the prom deal, Kristen. Uh, we do have a stage oh. here, and I'm sure we can get some music. So. Oh, stop. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Wow. I got a conference call in 20 minutes, yeah. sir. <laughs> hey, listen. This kind of dancing. <laughs> Kristen, he said it's okay. Yeah, we got another thumbs up from our boss. Can I just – I want to thank Wilson for just totally improving right now and and making this fun. Anybody going to the racetrack this weekend? This is the guy on the big screen acting like a complete buffoon in the in the audience running Wilson. around talking to people. So, awesome fill-in for us. Appreciate you coming on Door thank Bumper you. Clear. Look, I love being live in the middle of 80,000 drunk rednecks. I felt very at home right here, so thank you for that. Yeah. Wilson's World on Twitter. And that was some good beatboxing right there, man. Yeah, thank you. That was some yeah. old, that was some old, old school fat you, boy you stuff. Can tell, yeah, you can tell he's good at it by <laughs> how he holds the mic. Look how he holds the no, mic. No, he's you totally know. got it, man. You he's know he's a rat. <laughs> <laughs> What happened right there? We lost control of our own show. That was fun. Oh, here. That was fun. 
All right, so we're going into the part where Brett and TJ have time to rant. Do you guys have anything from the All-Star going into Charlotte just in general? I don't really have a rant. I just want to say, you know, how fortunate we all are to work in the sport on, on Memorial Weekend. I mean, I, I, had, I had a situation a few years ago where somebody said happy, happy Memorial Day to somebody, and the other person was like, well, I don't think there's anything happy about it. And my response to that is all the, the men and women that gave their lives didn't give it for you guys to be sad. So uh, I can say Happy Memorial Day really mean it. I've had friends and family that have lost their lives in service. Kristen's family serves now. I think it's tremendous what the racetrack and what NASCAR did this weekend, putting soldiers' names on the car. So I think we're just all really blessed to live in America and to be able to do what we love every weekend, which is racing because of guys fighting for our freedom everywhere. So Happy Memorial here, here. Day, guys. Happy Memorial Day. Yeah, and the racetrack, they do an awesome job. This Honestly, this is one of my favorite races because of what they do leading up to it. You'll see the pre-race stuff will be all about soldiers and people serving the country, and you're always watching it because it means a lot. So it's one of my favorite weekends of the year. So I'm glad you guys all came down here to en- to enjoy this nonsense that we do, and and uh, hopefully um, hopefully uh, we have a good race weekend and the 88 wins. And before we go, you guys need to make your picks for the Coke 600. Yeah, Brett is still winning seven to four. Give me 20 minutes. Yeah. We'll circle back with you at one o'clock. Who won last? Oh wait, so we me. both failed in the all- <laughs> we both failed in the All Star race. That was pretty bad. Yeah, well, it didn't matter though. Now you got to pick again. Who did Clint pick for the All Star race? We were at Whiskey River when did we did pick? the last podcast. I don't know. I was at about seven beers by then. Yeah. I don't remember who Ooh. I picked. You know, I'm gonna go uh, since I I'm gonna roll with Denny Hamlin again. Again, right. what does that mean? Well, I picked him for the All Star win, and he you didn't picked win that. him for no, you picked him for Kansas. Yeah, that Did was I? your Kansas pick. You can't pick him again. Hmm. Oh, you mean Roger Hamlin? This is brother. really hard, guys. Kevin Hamlin, I got Kevin. <laughs> 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 you know, oh. I'll go. I got to get a win here, so I'll go with. Um, I'm going to go with Larson from the back. Kyle Larson for the Coke 600 victory lane. Man. Brett, who do you have? I got to get a big horse to go with him, so I'll go Truex. Martin Truex Jr. Truex dominated hey, this race points. a year ago. The, the VHT is definitely going to change it. Um, I guess we'll see. Truex against Larson. That's a big matchup. It is. If it's a long run, it'll, it might be Larson. If it's a short run, it might be Truex. Yeah. Before we go, all you guys that listen, one main financial sponsors this podcast. We couldn't do it without them. Uh, if you guys need a loan, there's a branch like three miles from here. And just tell them that uh, Elliot Sadler sent you. I think you get like a VIP T-shirt or something out of the deal. They're yeah. here in the uh, in the parking lot too, so go see Mark and say if hi. If that work out, come back and get one of TJ's because yeah. he owes all you guys one anyway. And I, I wouldn't be able to do it if these guys didn't buy these two T-shirts as well. So I appreciate you guys buying them T-shirts. And thanks to Exalta also for the studio and being a massive sponsor on our digital platforms. And thanks to everyone for coming out and Happy Memorial Day. And we hope you see you hope to see you this weekend at the racetrack. Hello. Yeah. See you, everybody. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 